clothing as they do on YouTube, yeah. I think I can get away with maybe part like for a second revealing my nipples because I mean Perhaps. my tight hoodie pulled up my shirt all, all over my Perhaps. fatty fucking fat rolls Perhaps. just right over them. Just like if my t-shirt had a glaze on the bottom side of it, it would have actively glazed my rolls yeah. as it came up. Yeah. And that's what would have happened, you know. He did start the show. Oh, yeah. There's the marker. Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. Let's get to know each other. Follow us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Follow us on all of your streaming services to get weekly episodes. Um, We're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on all the streaming things. We're like everywhere now, thanks to our new provider. I'm not really happy with them. (laughs) But... Well, it's a learning process. It'll be fine. It is fine. Yep. Mm -hmm. We'll be fine. We'll get there. I came to the realization (laughs) earlier that every time you guys come over here, I have changed the den of bricks Mm -hmm. somehow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in some way. So this week I installed shelves for all of the gaming stuff so that Brian can quit knocking over my PS3 and trying to destroy oh, it. Oh, so true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that thing still works as well as it does. I, I am so shocked. It's gotten knocked over so much. It's gotten the crap and like, kicked off of a it. table, like a PS3 falling off at a table. Yeah. It's not It's not the nice, fat PS3. Yeah, it's, it's not the brick. super backwards but. compatible. It is just a normal, like, slam. Yep. This is an extra room. Yep. PlayStation 3. Zelda is currently burying herself in her bed clothes. Yep, yep, it's, it's true. Fun good times yeah so halloween episode halloween episode halloween Number two. is fast approaching so what were your what were your uh childhood halloweens like um i i distinctly remember now here's the costumes okay okay In order. starting with uh my mom was bo peep and i was a merry little lamb Who's spectacular. Whose fleece was white as snow. Also teethless. I don't know if lambs are teethless, but I was certainly teethless because I was a little, it, little itty bitty. That you were just the costume. tiniest. Yeah. I don't remember them all past that. I think the next year I was a black cat, and the year after that I was a fish. Now, I – hold on. I have to call my mom and figure out. Oh, boy. Um, I Because uh, here's, here's the deal. I'm just not <laughs> – What is the earliest costume you can personally remember? <laughs> That you were super excited about. Um, that I was actually excited about. That you were like, yeah, I'm going to be this for Halloween. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I don't... Um, i trying to think. Maybe Luke Skywalker. Skywalker? Yeah, my mom patched like a karate outfit, the patch off of the front. Nice. And then I was in there. Hi, Mom, you're on When Daniel Met Rich. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm wonderful. Rich is here, too. Hi. Hey, hey. Uh, mom, do you remember when I was a fish for Halloween? Yes. What was that my third or fourth year on this earth? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh. I don't remember, Maybe but fourth? Yeah, fourth. I think I was four too, yeah. yeah. Um just because it was like it, I remember it cuz it was kind of like and we made that together, didn't we? Yeah. And I was four, so naturally it means you made it. For well, me and I watched. You helped glue on the little dots. Oh, I did? You helped glue on sequins. My fishy head dots. You remember? Did I want to be a fish? (laughs) (laughs) 
Whose idea was it? I feel like it would be my idea to be a fish. Yeah. Pro probably. I was just saying. We're going over Halloween costumes. Everything except, I think, your first Halloween costume is your idea. Oh, so you just asked me, and I said, I want to do this, and I want to do that. Okay. Do you remember, was the black cat, was that, was I two or three? Oh, you were older. You were older? Oh. we went to the zoo. Oh. The black cat was after the fish. Then what was my second and third? Because I remember Bo Peep and the little lamb. Yeah, that was your first. That was a solid call. I want, you know, um, 27-year-old me 100% approves of. What do you do with a untold infant? Well, I mean, you dress up as Han Solo and you put him in a Wookiee outfit for a baby. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging at this point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but no, that that Bo Peep idea was solid. Okay, I was just curious you about were that. Also, a parrot, I think, when you were three, maybe. Ooh, I do remember the parrot now. Yes, nice. I do remember because I had a big old yellow beak that came over my head. It was like a hood. Yes. The beak was the hood. I was inside of the mouth. Nice. So in all reality, it also could have been a parrot eating a small child. Excellent. <laughs> I was one of the peas in a pot of peas when I was very, very young. Oh. So my first Halloween, I was like maybe, well, let's see. Yeah, I was about six months old. I was a little over six months old, uh -huh. and I was one of the peas in the peas in a pod. <laughs> my body was in the pod, That's and my awesome. head was one of the peas. Wow. And I think my mom was a gardener. Uh -huh. So it was fun. No, that was fun. That's so that's so cool. Uh, okay, mom. I was just curious about the earlier formative years where I don't remember anything. You know. Okay. I remember getting into, getting into a fight in Hudson on Halloween. I messed a kid up. Anyways, <laughs> mom, I love you. I love you, boy. We're gonna stop taking up your time now, okay? But you have a wonderful okay. day. Thank you for guesting on when Daniel met Rich. Thank you. I'm sorry I did this to you. This is not nice. <laughs> just you'll pay for it later. Don't worry. You shall pay. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. I love you, Mom. Talk to you later. Love you, boy. Bye. Bye. Bye, Rich. Bye. Brian's here, too. And she hung up. Nothing. Nothing for Brian. She doesn't. Brian is left. She might have heard that at the end and been like, oh, great. Now Brian's going to think I hate him, yeah. which finally he'll get the hint. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Oh she she thinks of you as her own, Yay. to clarify. So. She is fantastic. I love her. Yes. Um. Athena lays across the mic cords and like makes it really, really taut. Oh, gosh. But anyway. That's scary. It is this, scary. This is <laughs> risky, what we're doing here. Yes, it Risky is. business. But Athena's surprisingly chill in the podcast area. That, that too, yeah. She's, She's just almost laying better out in here. Just, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She's just chill. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Sweet. So anyways, I do remember Luke Skywalker. I'm trying to remember because I know there were more point, poignant ones. Um, I chose to be a black cat the year my cousins were Power Rangers, so I'm really, I'm really mad I missed out on that one. Um, oh, wow. But my mom said Power Rangers were violent anyway, so it's not like I knew what they were or how. I think right. I might have might have been a Ninja Turtle one year, and then throughout the later years, I think it was just like, uh, you know, and one of my early years, you know how people have bad taste in things before they realize what they're doing? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure when I was like 13 or 14, I was a Juggalo for Halloween. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Don't ICP represent. I was, here's what you do, okay? You get God. the, this is the sign. Oh, I thought this you just smeared yourself wicked, in crap. Wicked clown. See, when I make it's like West Side on one, but then you make a C with the almost mm. like you're gonna do a dog like yeah. a shadow puppet, you know. Okay. But just like act no, that's too hard for juggalos to do, so never mind. Um that's you do yeah, exactly. So that being said, I listened to a little bit of ICP. 
in my I did early as well. days. Yeah, exactly. Some of the I mean, they were hitting real big at that point. Yeah, some of their songs are really good and yeah. really funny. They're not really without talent. funny. Yeah, exactly. It, it was just they developed this reputation over time of just <laughs> shitbag fans. Yeah, basically, that's the number one yeah. issue. Is the fucking fans? Well, and they encouraged the shitbagness. Uh huh. Brian wants to include himself. Brian. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're loving, you know, and at the end of their, they had a, they had a seven sins card, like, or a uh, uh, seven sins. What's the word? Um, oh, concept. Anyway. Nice. They had this like seven sin concept where they got to the end of it and they were like, this has all been a mirror of God and how God blah, blah, blah. And it's been God. And I remember listening to that and just being like, well, I don't think any of your people understand that. At this yeah. point. You know what I mean? It was rough uh, for them to get that. But still, I think it was it was an interesting it was an interesting time of my life. But they did, did have some cool songs and it's whatever. Yeah. Um, that being said. I was a juggler yeah. for a while, and I think that's the last time I was actually something like truly stylized. I've had good ideas, like I wanted to be genie for one year, just paint myself blue and be genie. That's a solid costume idea, absolutely. You know, um, among other things. So, I was Rocky one year. Were you nice? Nice. Walked around in just golden boxer briefs. Nice box boxing gloves. No, no? just the boxer. Briefs. Just the boxer briefs. Have you seen Rocky Horror How Picture Show? You? Oh. I, I was you meant like no, Rocky. not the boxer, Rocky. Rocky from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. Yeah. I didn't wear a gold wig or anything or shave or any of that. Really? Yeah. Jeez. It was. I'm gonna write down sexy. a note about my fight sexy. that I got into on Halloween once. Yes. Um. But what are your costumes? The I'm first just costume I remember wearing that I was very excited about was uh, Merman from. Masters of the Universe. He was a He-Man enemy. Was he? Now, back, Harry Potter. This is, oh, when I was 11, Harry Potter. Nice. Continue. Now, this is this is like 82 or 83. This is when He-Man was big. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, costumes at that point were a pretty much just a plastic smock yeah. that was painted with the body of the character. Really? And then a plastic <laughs> mask that had two holes and the slit. That you could breathe through. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. a little slit. Just a little slit. And then the flimsiest rubber band known to man in a staple on each side to it strap it to It just pulls your hairs and snaps no, you in snaps. the back of the head. It snaps with like little oh, provocation. So then you're trying to tie it in the middle of walking down the street holding your, you know, pillow pillowcase yeah. full of candy. Candy. Yeah. So you're like, guys, wait, my mask snapped again. Kind uh, of thing. Halloween innovations have come a long way they really have i remember having uh my basket was uh, at one point it was a monster claw on a stick nice. with a bag that came in the middle that you could yeah. just stick out the stick and have them fill it you know what yeah. I mean? you don't have to get close or anything i could do it from afar so yeah. i didn't have to worry so about if they tried snatching it's like 3d vision you for you just... youtube it's 3d vision do you see how i'm getting closer Ooh, to you nice. whoa Whoa. And I remember spinning in circles. messing with perspective with the angry potatoes. <laughs> it's the size of my microphone. It's uh, true. Now it's kind of tiny. I, I didn't mean to take away from yours, Sorry. but I remember spinning in a circle mm-hmm. with, with said stick. And the bag ended up tearing from <laughs> the went, paw. <laughs> uh, just a little bit. I didn't oh. lose a ton, but it partially ripped off. I, I, yeah. 
I was still super sad, but that's what I get for being an ADHD kid and thinking there I can do go. whatever I want. There you go. What other costumes? Um, geez, there was the classic hobo, mm-hmm. where I just dressed in baggy flannels and whatever, and smeared my face in Vaseline, and then yeah. pressed coffee grounds to yeah. it for the five o'clock shadow and all that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you don't have to work for it now. No, I was Superman out. one year, obviously. Really? Okay. Uh, then um. You know, Freddie and Jason started getting real big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, there, you know, the classic hockey mask was mm-hmm. pretty much all you needed oh, to yeah, be a yeah. frightening Halloween thing. I did that one year. I was Pee Wee Herman one year. Nice. That's solid. That was fun. Yeah. In the gray suit with the red bow tie. No, I'm Large Marge every day. <laughs> Continue. Nice. The, no one is, though. The face that Mar- Large Marge made in the movie was always super scary as a yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. No, so that's... Go, yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah. No, everyone. Tim yeah. Burton, you know, really let his, really let his freak flag fly yeah. with that one. Yeah, just a smidgen. Yeah. So I think no, because someone tweeted like, "What what was the thing that ruined you as a kid watching movies and like the thing that scared you and made you scared of the dark?" And like most people, Large March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Too shocking. That would do. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it was just like a ghost story in the middle of this comedy out of nowhere. Typical Tim Burton. Yeah, that it was just this. A... It was just this nightmare scene in the middle of you know, fun and games. Yeah, pretty much. yeah. You know, a full-grown adult man-child trying to find his bike mm-hmm. in the middle of Texas. Mm-hmm. I remember having to leave Van Helsing because it was too scary. Really? Yes. The Hugh Jackman one. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Because it was so bad. Because it was no. <laughs> Too scary for a kid my age. Sorry. Huh? I think it was when the bats were exploding out of the like pods on the ceiling and just popping out all over the place at that point. I don't even know if we had gotten out of the black and white at that point. We were barely past that. I don't know. Now now I love it, even though it's like a terrible garbage movie. (laughs) But like but here's the deal. Van Helsing with long hair and those saw blade things, really reminiscent of the Razor Wind Interoc too. I'm down. I'm okay. You know what I mean? Andy turns into a werewolf eventually. Yeah. He does. Kills Kate Beckinsale, which is ironic because she's been fighting werewolves in so many other movies <laughs> and surviving. Say, she was in that? But yeah, of course she was in that. Yeah. Tempo, yeah. yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. How many Underworlds has she made now? Five. Five? Mm-hmm. Five Underworlds mm-hmm. with Kate Beckinsale. Yep. Jesus. I'm pretty sure. I that I I can't refute it. <laughs> I really can't. No, she might have made the four. The first one was awesome. The third was a prequel. My bad. Four. Yeah. She's made four. Okay. One in, I don't know, Underworld Evolution I thought was cool because it had like an Atreyu song on the soundtrack mm-hmm. and Atreyu was like totally the shit at the time. Yep, there's all five of them. There's yep, Awakening them. and Blood Wars. Yeah. See, I saw the first two. I loved the first mm-hmm. one. The second oh, yeah, one, the first one. The second yeah. one I had nothing against. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. dislike it. I didn't like it near as much as the first one. I like the way they connect um, the first and the second one. Plus, you get Bill Nighy yes. as that vampire lord. Yes. Always, always a badass. We are getting Absolutely. so off track here. Yeah, I'm so definitely. sorry. But That's it's still okay. Halloween theme, though, yeah. which is still cool. So at, at what point did you stop trick-or-treating? At what point did you stop asking strangers for candy? Uh when the kids were ding dong ditching, and I was my freshman year, I was hanging out. And I, re- I remember here's a deal, okay? <laughs> During Daniel's formative years, and this is how this was explained to Sarah. Um, I told her I was a brat, but it was when we were going through just old paperwork, and I was like, "Here, read this." And they were doing a, 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 a 
evaluation of me and my attitude that it said Daniel does not get along with others. Oh, wow. <laughs> that they figured out. That is, that is a strong <laughs> Here, statement. I've come, sure. I've come a long way as a human being, okay? But, you know, um, it was just kind of being misunderstood. It was kind of being an ADHD kid and then yeah. and, and coming into my formative years of high school, kind of realizing how to behave. Now, that being said, when I was a freshman um, in high school and then even before that, I definitely have gotten into multiple fights okay. on multiple Halloweens. Okay. Multiple being two. All right. First, the ding-dong ditchers my uh, freshman year is what I'm going to say before I get to the like, nitty-good, like the real fight I got into on Halloween, which I remember vividly. Um, but there were ding-dong ditchers, and they kept coming up with different costumes on, but not like elaborate. They were just taking off their costumes and ding-donging. Oh, okay. Because um, it was kind of a ritzier neighbor- neighborhood in Golden, and the girl I was hanging out, she played trumpet in marching band, and I was playing trumpet my freshman year, and we were hanging out at the house, and they were just ding-donging and ditching, and I ended up like, they hid their costumes around on the side of the house. <laughs> so I, I come running out the door, and I kind of figured out it was them as we were passing out candy, and I was like, okay, this is just getting kind of weird, and then they run. And I, and I was like, I was like, this is the last time, guys. And then they come back with even less outfits on. Uh, and I'm like, okay. And I distinctly remember them, you know, one kid. There was there was this one kid who lingered, and that's what he gets for being a hot dog for Halloween. <laughs> okay, because I grabbed his hot dog that he had in his hand. He didn't have time to get it back on. Look at that thing. That's long. It's like, you know, yeah. you have to you have a, a sausage sticking out the bottom <laughs> and on the top. And, <laughs> and I remember grabbing it out of his hand. Grabbing the face part and <laughs> ripping it in awesome. half. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> Just grab it out. <sighs> and I throw them at him. I'm like, don't come back. Awesome. I ripped a kid's hot dog in half on Halloween. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> but before that, I was getting into it. Um, Carl, my friend Carl, was a, uh, uh, he was a vampire. And I was a zombie with Renaissance Festival Wings. On, okay. But he had me on chains. Um, he had me on a chain leash so I couldn't get away and I was making sounds from under the zombie mask just that we were getting into it cosplaying almost acting yeah. and being dorky as we went and he was like a classic vampire he was like he had his hair combed all back and he was yeah. wearing the red cowl cape and um, and we were going house to house and these kids just did not like how enthusiastic we were about it they were what you would call haters Okay. and uh, one of them thought it would be smart um, to pull the mask off of my head he didn't know that my hair was longer and shaggier than usual, uh, and he went for it. Oh. So, um... He got some hair with the mask. Yeah, 12-year-old Daniel didn't need a lot of reason to fight, let alone being attacked. Yeah. So, he pulled my hair. He kept walking on, sniggering. He didn't think I was going to do anything about it. That's why I jumped on his back so hard that he fell down to the ground, and I punched him on either side of his face and slammed his face into the pavement a couple times. All right. I saw him again later that night. They didn't. They didn't make a peep. <laughs> <laughs> they did not call us the fag words. Zombie rage. Um, yeah, because I turned around and I fucked that kid up. <laughs> okay, twelve year old me. I remember parents on the uh, side of me being like, "Oh gosh, do we do anything?" <laughs> and they didn't. <laughs> of course not. And because at the time I'm screaming like, "Why did you mess with me?" Yeah. This is why this is happening now. Oh, I think that's got some. Ripe, she does. Ripe, she does. Ripe. I have to. I have to. Poots. Sarah. Sarah. Wife. Sarah. Wifer. Wife. They uh, might you're, not be able you're, to hear you us. know, no. Um, we're, we're being ignored. She was accusing us of farting earlier, and now we can definitely confirm <sighs> Athena. 
Yeah. I got to be honest. That was, I was, that was totally Athena. I was about to. I got to light a scented candle. I was going to ask you. Oh, there you are. Hey, can confirm it was Athena farting. Show off your shirt because it's a Halloween episode. That is like the coolest shirt. It was Athena. Here's the thing. I was going to ask. I was going to. Uh, this is my wife, Sarah, everyone. That's her uh, Pennywise shirt. Yep. And there's more. You'll float too. That is the coolest. It is. You'll float too. All right, now what's under the shirt? You'll float too. (laughs) 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 Woohoo! That was awesome. Thank you. That top was tanked. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. Spectacular. This is ridiculous. That's it, sweetie pie. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. We're going to. You and Christy will have your own show soon. Don't worry. We're just getting around to it. We're doing it. Uh, yeah. Well, here's the deal. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you two questions when I when I smelt what I smelt. Oh, is she? It's something they both ate. That's it's boxer bars. Had a nose oh, okay. So it's yeah. So it's both of them. Yeah. Athena and Roxy both boxers had something. Boxer farts are the worst. Yeah. They are terrible. Coraline's farts though smell like flowers. Um, <laughs> no, also not true, but still. I love Paul Coraline. Founders now get a uh, candle. In now front get of a candle. Oh, there's a candle in the back. Now yeah. we're setting the mood. Yeah. So if you hit the see... light, Sarah. Hit the hit the <sighs> yeah the switch. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. Did it even get darker? It did a little. Just a smidge. Oh yeah, there on the go. side. That's actually kind of cool when it's off, and it takes away the glare. Yep. And we can this see is, Frodo now. This is happening permanently oh, from great. now on. That light stays off. Fantastic. Okay. But hey, can Thank you turn you. off? There's a, there's like a garage light too. This is this is no the garage light. Do you, do you see the where the light is? Yeah. Is that Ooh. moody? Hmm. Brian hit the box lights. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just turn off all the lights. Turn off all the lights. This is moody. I this like this though. Moody. I like this. So you can you you can turn that one back on. You right? like my soft lights? <laughs> That's cool. But now we don't have a light glare over there, and you can yeah, see Frodo. This deal. is we. I can't believe how we discovered this. Well, actually, if you turn that light back on, I'll show you something. Sarah, you're permanent. You're staying on from now on. What is that? What did you do? Whoa, whoa. What is this? This show has taken a turn from the worst. Jesus. <laughs> show them show them what happened at least on YouTube. Show this is our best shot at getting people to come on YouTube. Sarah, um, Arvana White, will you grab that? Grab I that. I don't mess up much. Just do it. I have a Just projection screen that's on a pole. Yeah. And it, bring uh, it over and show everyone bring, over here. Yeah, so this Yeah, it uh I was pulling it down to try and block the light, and it did not line up correctly, it and it was just did not trigger, and then it just snapped completely. So, yep, uh, that didn't help at all. But no, yeah, that light stays off from now on. Thanks, sweetie pie. Thank you. Uh, having her on the show for thirty that, that seconds has been spectacular. Yes, yes. I was. She's, no, you're, you're no, you're yeah, you're perfect. You did spectacular. You thank fine. you. Yes, thank you. Uh, I really wish I remembered what we were. Oh yeah, because the dog farted. I was going to ask yes. you two questions. This is about the fourth time I've said I have two questions. Uh, one, did the girl come by with the stink bombs again? <laughs> and two, is there a gas leak? <laughs> That's what it smelled like when Athena oh, farted. Jesus. Athena, yes. Athena, come oh, over oh, here yeah. for people to see. Athena, come Athena. on show. Come on the show. Come here, baby. We're people. We are going to make people look come at here, YouTube. Sweetie. This is Athena. Sweet you might be looking at this and thinking that's not a dog. That's a horse. That's a brick. Head here. And you're correct. It is also a horse. Come it could on. be saddled. You could ride it. So, Let's move those potatoes. So we can see move the potatoes. Face. Look at that big face. Oh god, face. she's so adorable. She's oh, just she's so adorable. Sure. We should just have a dog show where we just have dogs on the show, and it's awesome. She left That'd be really fun. That was. I mean, it don't matter. 
you know, she just wants to make sure she doesn't break us. But you can kind of see Frodo in the corner. That's a big deal. We want people to see the Frodo. There we go. You know what I mean? Less like Glare. Yes. Spectacular. So those were the fights I got into on Halloween. Hi, sweetie. Now that I remember what we were talking about. I successfully avoided fights by being the scariest fucking thing on the street. Well, I mean, at one point, did you become a giant? Because I had to have a growth spurt before I stopped. That was the trigger that stopped me from trick-or-treating was when I hit six feet. (laughs) And I hit six feet my, my freshman year. So pretty much around the same time as you. Um, uh, that I, as far as stopping trick or treating, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that point, I was like, I still want to participate in Halloween, mm-hmm. but I can't trick or treat anymore. And I was like, and my dad and mom just absolutely love the idea of being the scariest house in the neighborhood. Yes. So yes. So years prior to this, dad was putting up like you know the funny tombstone in the front yard type mm-hmm. thing. But he's also like an exact perfectionist as well. Mm-hmm. So there was, you know, these gravestones were in a direct line because we stretched string to make yes. sure that that line was straight. Okay. And, you know, there was funny stuff written on there like Elvis. Oh, you know, yeah. The last person to TP this house. You know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. You know, these were, so the, these were the gravestones in the front yard. So um, eventually we were, you know, as technology advanced, so did we. So there was a bay window in the front of the house. There mm-hmm. still is. What am I talking about? Bay window in their front uh, living room. So they put a black light in there and then had a black drape with a hole in it that you could put a hand through with a white glove and beckon people in. Oh, And if so nobody cool. knocked, then you're just kind of rolling your fingers like you were being impatient type thing. Yeah. And uh, one year my girlfriend did that while nice. I was out haunting. Yeah. So... I was like, hey, mom, can you make me a huge black cloak? She was like, sure. So she made me this massive cloak that is basically like two things of fabric sewn together at the sides with holes for my hands. Mm -hmm. And then I would put a black belt on and it would be make it a biggie, big black robe with a longer hood. So the hood kind of rested on my shoulders as it was on my head. I wore a black shroud mask. So I was essentially faceless. Yeah. Okay. Wore black gloves, and I carried around a scythe that was about seven and a half feet. Ooh. And I walked around my neighborhood as slowly as possible. (laughs) And at this point, I had started marching band, so I learned how to roll my step. Oh, yeah. So I was walking, just gliding around the neighborhood Mm -hmm. silently and slowly. And anyone I passed was like, oh, man, look at him. He's scary. And I would just turn very slowly and look at them and keep walking while maintaining my stare. I found out years later, I gave so many kids nightmares (laughs) from this practice. I was doing this every Halloween for about six years. Wow. Just put on the cloak, put on the black shroud mask grab the scythe, and walk around mm. as slowly as possible. There was a Halloween dance in middle school. Seventh, I had one of those shroud masks, too. Yes. And I had glowing teeth under it. And I was like, people won't know who I am when I walk in. And I walked in the front door to the dance, and they were like, hey, Daniel. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm still four foot ten. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Nice. <laughs> so then... Um, I was a late bloomer. It, But there was a couple people that would try and 
be mm-hmm. brave mm-hmm. and be like, oh, what are you supposed to be? You know, kid, kids being punks, you know, kids are t- terrible, especially once they reach that rebellious mm, age. Yeah, seriously. We all were. Anyway, so I had one that stepped in front of me and I didn't stop walking. And all I did to acknowledge them is look up and stare at them very slowly. Just I was looking at the ground because you can barely see in front of your fucking you yeah. barely see two in inches those, in front yeah, of you no. in that black shroud mask. Because they're thick. Especially and when hot it's, after a few. God, yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's dark. You can't see anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was looking at the ground to make sure I wasn't like, you know, walking off the street or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh so all I I went from the ground to looking at this kid just very slowly, did not stop walking, and I was getting closer and closer to them, and they started backing away, and I just went, this kid wet herself (laughs) ran away. She screamed the loudest scream I have ever heard in my life. I distinctly smelled urine, and she ran away. Oh, man. What was her costume? Pee Pants Patty? Uh, no, she was. She had obviously just gotten her adult body. Oh. And so she was taking full advantage of that in the way that adults do on Halloween, which is the slutty costume. Yeah, the slutty, yeah. So she was, she was like, like Snow slutty. White's getting banged by seven dwarfs at home. Yeah, it was it was slutty something, Snow yeah. White, okay, yep. Bo Peep, whatever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. But it was a very short skirt, and she was like, what are you talking Just like talking all this shit, and I just. You're also six foot, which is awesome. Oh yeah, my gosh. scared the fuck out of her. It was amazing. It's fun to it's fun to scare people though. Yeah. Like it really is. I've now I I'm trying to remember if I ever worked a haunted house because I don't think I got to work a haunted house. I was offered a couple times and as a fundraiser for band, we could go do Field of Corpses yeah. around the corner. I never did, but um my grandpa loved scaring kids on Halloween. Yeah. My pops, he uh wore, he wore a oh, he got a werewolf mask and he built a coffin, a wooden coffin to his size, and when kids tried to go up the steps, he would pop out of it, nice. scaring the kids, and it was always awesome. Um, but one of the more impressive things we did to scare the kids, I remember, is when I was living with the BFFF Joe and said haunted house um, from the last episode uh, mm-hmm. called Daniel's ghostly experience. Um, now, or ghost experience, I think it just said ghosts. Ghosts. Go watch the last episode for a scary story. Um, but we were outside of that house, and at this point, we were drumming, right? So um, we set up. We only had there. We did have a snare drum a marching snare drum that Joe just had to practice on. So he set that up outside. And then we had just a pan that we set up in another snare stand next to it. I didn't bring out my drum set because it was a Blue Knights drum set at the time. Nice. I'm not bringing that outside yeah. to accidentally knock over. Hell no. Um, and then we had a water cooler jug with okay. the cap off of it. It was empty, but it had a handle. And what we did oh. was we started drumming a little bit together. And I, could, and I took the jug and I banged it on the ground tube side first. Ooh. Dong. For the boom. Yes. Yeah. And we just did a little bit of like percussive stuff, just freestyle and, and jamming out. But it was when the kids approached on the sidewalk that I would follow and in rhythm, boom, <laughs> getting closer to them, boom. Nice. Boom, 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 boom. And it was freaking out the kids. The best part was when uh, the parents following in the SUV 
were rolling up and I was going slow and I'm like, bong, and the kids are like getting, you know, closer and they're like, oh, geez, they got their candy and they're like, bong, and they're just kind of like running past and they're like, okay. And they go to get back in the SUV because I'm scaring them and they try the door and the parents locked it. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> One of them jumped in the window because it was open. <laughs> nice. As I'm approaching up the sidewalk, banging this water cooler jug on the awesome. ground, scaring the crap out. That was one of the better Halloweens, me and Joe. Nice. Did. Yeah. There was, well, I worked a haunted hayride Ooh, for a couple of years. Very nice. Nice. And those were in the weeks leading up to Halloween. Uh-huh. So it would be like Friday, Saturday night gigs all through October, except yeah. Halloween night. I would be like, I can work all the way up to Halloween, but I. You know, Halloween night is the night that I haunt my neighborhood. And the guy was super cool. He was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the same rig, the same cloak and everything. Right. But I wore three masks. Ooh. First mask was a black T-shirt that I turned into a ninja mask. I don't know if you know how to do that. Yes. Okay. So I did that at the base. And then I had a rubber zombie mask that I pulled over that. Very nice. And then I had a skull mask that was pinned to the hood of my cloak over that. And the the skull mask glowed in the dark. Yeah. So what I did was I had a a uh, UV flashlight, just like the purple old black light flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in the field right next to where the hayride drove past. And I would sit with my arms around my head. And in my lap, the black light flashlight. Mm-hmm. So I would sit like that and just wait. You're going to be then, watching YouTube for this, folks. And then when I heard the tractor coming, mm-hmm. I knew at what point it would be past me and there would be the hayride. Yeah. And at that point, I lifted my head and pulled my arms apart and they just see this glowing skull rise from the field. <laughs> People would start screaming at that point. I would hop on to the hayride, uh-huh. shine a flashlight at my face and go, you think this is me? And then whip it off uh, yeah. and go under with the zombie mask. Everyone's crapped themselves. Yeah. And then I just jump off. Yeah. I just jump off the That's hayride so awesome. and then I cut across the field to scare him again later. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. it just went in a big circle. So, so awesome. I, I had two jump scares at two different points on this ride. So it was... A hot, heavy workload because I'm on one side of the field and then I have to tear ass across to the other side of the field, do it again, and then tear ass back to start. You were were probably pretty slender at that age. Um, Yeah, I was. I mean, when you're doing that much. Oh, plus marching band kept kept us in shape. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I was young and I I don't think I had started smoking at that point. So I oh, was, that helps. <laughs> yeah, I was not regularly smoking at that point. It was still sporadic. So I was able to like run across this field and everything. But I love that. But uh there were so many scares on just haunting my neighborhood. It was amazing. My first year doing it, I walked up to this couple that had their child with them and the kid was scared to approach our house. I was approaching our house, walking down the street slowly and silently, yeah. and all in black. And the kid was scared to come to our house. Yeah. And the mom and dad are like, it's okay. It's just Halloween. It's, it's, it's scary, but it'll be okay. You won't get hurt. You'll be fine. Go ahead. Go on to the house. <laughs> and the kid catches a look at me and goes running to the house. Mom and dad don't see me yet. 
No, geez. So they're like, oh, wow. He, I guess he really wants to get the candy. Okay, cool. And then dad sees me and he's like, <laughs> doesn't say anything. His eyes just go huge. YouTube folks. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. So he sees me, but then he's like, Whoop. and then he kind of goes back to normal before his, before mom looks at him because mom's watching the kid. And I come up directly behind her, like right over her shoulder. And she was like, she was like, wow, he's, you know, he's approaching the house. I can't believe it. You know, he was, he seemed so scared. And the dad was like, uh, honey. And she looks at him and goes, what? And then she looks over her shoulder and I just go, hello. She screamed so loud. <laughs> the kid spins around in the front yard and tears right back to her and then sees me and then goes running back to the house. He's freaking out. I am trying not to laugh. Dad is pissing himself laughing. Wow. He thinks this is hilarious that his family is just coming apart at the appearance of me. Wow. He comes up and goes, dude, you're awesome. That's so funny. Well, if you scare yeah. a man's wife, he'll be he'll be friends yeah, with you. Yeah. He'll totally be friends with you. That was so funny. And I remember I didn't I haven't told Sarah this and uh, a good way to test if she listens to this is when I <laughs> she okay. might listen to it because she's on it. But Maybe. um but I remember when we were at uh Universal Studios and we were we got to do the Universal Studios uh, oh, theme, nice. uh haunted houses two years ago when we went to Vegas for vacation. She won all of her winnings back, and then we got to go. We went for the night, and then we got the free tickets to Harry Potter Land the next right. day because we were pissed that Harry Potter Land wasn't open. And I'm gonna say it again: Universal Studios, Death Eaters, yeah, and Fear Eye, Festrals, Dementors. Halloween is like the Harry Potter holiday. How how do you not have Harry Potter Land open for that? That kind of pisses me off about the movies too. They really didn't do up Halloween in the in the movies not like they really, did in the no, books. Not, not truly, but um, no death day party in the second one. Come on! The cool thing anyway. about um, the when it's all haunted is that for the they turn the back lot where they have Back to the Future Land, um, yeah. where they have this the the square where they have um, they turn all of that into haunted houses. That's awesome. We walked through Bates Motel. Nice. They had a different, like, they had just, like, a zombie area for that. And yeah. I saw someone creeping up from behind us, and I had I had Sarah under my arm, and I went, boop, boop, <laughs> boop. And then they came around and got her. Nice. <laughs> they were, like, right next to her face, and it totally got her big time, and I totally betrayed her, but it was worth the experience as well. We also nice. got a picture with Norman Bates on the steps of the, awesome. the Bates Motel, which was nice. really cool. And then a walk through the motel area in the front that was down below yeah. the hill, which was just so awesome. Um, you also get to walk through the devastation of War of the Worlds. Nice. Um, we got to walk through, that's all I remember. Okay. But it was still cool. Man, they do haunted houses there so exceptionally. Yeah. Um, they had Krampus that year. Did you see the Krampus movie? I did not. It was pretty, it's a pretty solid watch. You could watch it now. It's like a Nightmare Before Christmas movie okay. where you could watch it during the holidays um, in between, yeah. you know, um, so like it works October for both and Christmas. Holidays. It does. It I, totally does. It works for Halloween and Christmas. It's so funny because you're walking through, um, at one point, gingerbread men attack. Nice. And you're walking through the the kitchen where the attack is happening, and they have the little ones, but it smells like cinnamon sugar. Awesome in the room. They don't mess around, and it's so funny. Um, they had a Freddy versus Jason haunted house, nice. Which is like it actually inspired a a, a short horror film that I want to make eventually, or maybe a, a feature length. But 
the coolest thing I have not been scared by haunted houses forever. And I'll tell you why in a second, but I haven't been scared of them since like my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first haunted house that I was truly scared at was Freddy versus Jason. Oh, wow. I'm going to tell you why is because you're like, someone's going to be hiding in that corner. Someone's going to be hiding in that corner. Someone's going to be hiding in that corner. Okay. So we're walking along and here's the cool thing. You walk into a hallway and it looks like a normal hallway. And then there's a lightning flash and Freddie says, you're in my dreams now. Oh, and it boy. flashes. Turns out the hallway was just projected on a mesh screen oh, and behind it is the boiler room. That's awesome. It was, these are top notch. I, That's super cool. I have no desire to go into any here because even the best ones here are just so pale comparisons. Pale comparisons. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but the, so we're walking through and I'm like, Oh, there he is. And that was scary. That's fine. And then he can reach around the mesh that's torn down at the back to kind of mm-hmm. like reach out at you. I'm like, Oh gosh. And I was like, Oh, he's reaching. I turn around. Je- Jason's like slashing at me oh, right on the other side. That's scared amazing. the absolute shit out of me That's amazing. <laughs> because you're like, Oh, there he is. Whoa. Yeah. And they, for so many times they come at you from both directions. Yeah. And they totally mislead you. Um, at the end of Freddy versus Jason, yeah, uh, Jason technically wins by decapitating Freddy. Yeah, and on your way out, he's holding. Mm-hmm. So there's Jason holding the head, and and yeah. Freddy's. It's an animatronic head, so he's just like. Nah, 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 nah. But on your way out, the the decapitated body of Freddy goes. <laughs> oh boy! On your way out, so it's legit. That's super cool. Um, now they have a Stranger Things one. And I want to go so bad. Oh, yeah. You have Stranger Things. Go to the upside down. Yeah. They had Exorcist, too, which was really interesting. But um, at one point, I just stopped getting scared of these haunted houses because uh, I think when I was a freshman, I was like, nothing can scare me worse than the seance. Now, at Elitches, our Denver, mm-hmm. um, they do a haunted house thing, too, at the water park where they yeah. tear down the water park and then they do haunted houses there. And the whole park is haunted, but you can still ride rides and that's cool. But they have a seance at a river house. Um, that was a little too real for 12-year-old Daniel. <laughs> it was a little too real to pick a 12-year-old volunteer from the audience yeah. to be at the table where said seance is happening. Nice. When I come out crying because, and my Kevin was there for this, okay. when I come out crying, bawling my eyes out because the actress reached over and pulled my hair, uh. My mom almost decapitated each and every one of those actors, actresses. <laughs> it all sure. ends, it, you know, it starts with an actor, like an old guy walking on stage and being like, we're going to conduct a seance here because there was a murder here. We're going to see if we can reach the actress that used to do a show in this very spot. And then the actress is on the stage and they do all the things. And um, at the very end of the show, it ends with like the guy with a knife in his chest sitting right next to you when the lights come back on. Yeah. This lady's at the table. It was just a little, it was just way too real for, for 12 year old Daniel. So, um, I come back crying. My mom comes back and she's like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And the employee on the outside running the lines goes, actually, this is potentially really bad. And they bring me back Mm -hmm. in. The cast is sitting at the seance table, just chatting it up. And they see that I am destroyed (laughs) by this 12 year old me so they take me back they're like this is how we lifted the table they show me the lever that pushes the the table up and down they were like there was a hallway behind them on the stage where you're where they they were like this is the same hallway in the same mirror don't spoil the secrets for everybody else 
I don't I don't know <laughs> if they even do this anymore. But um, basically, they showed me all the tips and tricks. They had a hallway, but the hallway was actually L shaped with a mirror at the edge oh, okay. to create a hologram apparition in said mirror. Gotcha. So they took me backstage. They showed me all the stuff. But um, then when I was a freshman, I went to the same Halloween Horror Nights, but I went with friends this time. And at that point, they wanted to kick me out of the house because of how how obnoxious I was being. <laughs> Because nice. they had, I remember the last section was probably just a big room with four walls in it that yeah. the actors could navigate and like approach. It was like a little maze, but it wasn't a complicated maze. It was literally just like the the, the end was at the end, but you could choose to go down four hallways of nothingness and then maybe end up at the end. Okay. Where are we going? And when they were running out the door, I remember like ditching my entire group to go down to one end go up I see the doorway and they're actually running for the doorway at this point and I remember coming out and I imitated the tentacle monster in Monsters Inc that goes <laughs> and I remember getting the last scare in on my own group nice. <laughs> on the way out <laughs> no no Oh, it's just Daniel, and they were like, "Yeah, <laughs> everyone wanted me to go to haunted houses with them from that from oh, yeah. on because I was just too funny and nice. on haunted houses." I remember scaring one of the actresses because there was like a black um, neon paint hand room mm-hmm. where they would like um, touch the walls, and then someone was in a black morph suit. Yeah, but they could just jump out of the wall and be like, "Ah!" Yeah. And I remember like looking. It's a it's a room of this, and all there was was this like pipe going up the wall, and it went just high enough, and then over. And I was like, "She's right behind that corner," and I went. Ha! <laughs> right around the corner and I was like ah and she was like go <laughs> she was like I was like I got you she was like you got me <laughs> I knew it was a woman because she said so I heard her voice underneath the morph suit she was like okay I guess we're not doing this yeah. so <laughs> it was it was too fun and too funny but nice. yeah ever since I'm just like I just want to go back to Universal Studios the yeah. haunts dude they're just too good yeah. see too top notch, yeah, and yeah. I think they're starting to do video games there too. It's, I don't know. I would love for them to do a, a an Outlast one with a yeah. give everyone a night cam, nice a night vision camera, and yeah, it's just, it's tough to go to haunted houses once you've worked one. That too, it's it's very tough because just working the haunted hayride, I was just like, I went to haunted houses after that, and I was like, yeah, no, these are really that bad. Until mm-hmm. I went to one with my friends in Indianapolis. Oh. Halloween, they were like, "We love haunted houses. Let's go!" And I was like, "All right, I, that's fine. I don't care, you mm-hmm. know." Mm-hmm. And I was not scared by this haunted house until we got to the clown room. They had a room Continue. full of clowns, and that'll get you. And yeah, that got me pretty good. I was kind of freaking out the whole time in that room. I was like, "Get me out! Get 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 me out!" My friends were laughing. Because they were like, you've been stone cold this entire time, and now you're you're like nope, freaking the fuck no out. No clowns, not doing this. Uh, that'll be exciting for uh, when there's an it haunted house eventually. Not doing it. Yeah, yep. I didn't think you would. There was a 3D clown haunted house it. in the uh, in the so Fun Dome at Circus Circus in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Another reason is also like haunted house fatigue that we won't go is because mm-hmm. they had. Five haunted houses in the Fright Dome that we did, let alone going to um, uh, Universal Studios. I just heard a dog fart. Right after that. So, oh gosh, it's going to get gassy in here again. Mm-hmm. But no, we, uh, uh, in that haunted house, I think, they had a, did it? Is it there? It me. Oh, great. Um, they had a Five Nights at Freddy's haunted house. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Let's waft that all over. Jeez, how? 
What did you eat? check the security camera and make sure that girl's not throwing stink bombs again? I gotta, I gotta take Athena. a picture because she's leaning up against the chair. Oh, the leg of lucky you, yeah. lucky you! These dog farts are the scariest thing in this Halloween podcast they are right now, horrible. and you guys can't smell them. I think this might be like record worst dog farts I've ever smelled in my life. That yeah. is rancid. Oh, oh wow, she's adorable. Show everyone. Oh, That's so. Wow. Oh, you got some over there. Lucky you, Brian. Woo-hoo. Lucky you. You know, we're about halfway through the podcast now, and I I know we just keep dragging on the haunted yeah, house yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm get building to what I promised. I should probably talk Let about me the just send this picture to the wife real quick. For those, I of, just wanted to add real quick though. Um, yeah. That girl that wet herself. Yes. Came to me in the next year. Oh. Wet herself again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Same thing. Same thing again. Kind of. Must have. I'm sad no one saw my Hulk shirt in the nerd archive because I was wearing my hoodie. So here's here's how you scare someone again with the same trick. Okay. So this girl take one dumb broad sees me sees me walking around again, and she gets right in front of me again, and she goes, "You didn't scare me last time. I just really had to pee." <laughs> and. And I do the same thing. I look up at her and just stare at her. She's quite a distance away, and she's backing up earlier now. Mm-hmm. And I just I remember <laughs> and go faster. So as I pick up my pace, still gliding, but much faster now, she freaks the fuck out. What's herself again? <laughs> runs away. Based purely on this, yeah, I'm gonna hire you to help me write um, a horror short um, for no. the first one and the sequel because you obviously know how to get them the second time if they've already seen it before. <laughs> 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 this is just yeah. like it's like yeah, we're not messing around now. We're not yeah yeah. Oh but I got I got right next to her really fast. She was not expecting that. Yeah. And she could barely see me because yeah. of the light and dressed all in black. It's when you change expectations. You know what yeah. I mean? That's how they get you yep. in the scary movies, too, is when you're like, I've seen this before. Yep. And then they change it up. And you're like, wow. And she's never seen you move that fast in her life. Yep. Yeah, that'll do it. It, it was good times. That'll do it. Yeah. Later that year, I was I had turned 21 and I was drinking in a bar mm-hmm. right around the corner mm-hmm. from my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Walked there. And I, there was a lady there, and I was drinking with her, and I oh, we started talking. Again. Yes, Athena, dog fart, killing us. Oh. Gonna have to title this the dog fart podcast. Yeah, no shit. Well, plenty dog. of shit. Uh, but there was a lady there at the bar drinking, and we were talking about Halloween, and I was telling how I did this. She smacked me, and she was like, "You gave my grandson nightmares for like three years," and I was like. <laughs> Thank you. That's pretty awesome. Yes. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. It was, it was good times. So that's that. Okay. So, yes, we're getting long in the tooth, and I did promise. Tell my my ghost story. And it hit Brian. <laughs> Let's, uh, um, I mean, I'm not going to talk for a while, so I'm going to give you all an right. intro. All right. Welcome, boys and girls, <laughs> to the Rich Ghost Story Podcast, where we're going to listen to Rich drink water. I'm sure you heard the ice just now. It's not dry ice. Now you can hear him. This is the scariest thing anyone's heard already. 
the sound of him drinking, where we're going to hear the tale of the gypsies, the graveyard. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, (laughs) giving you now the storyteller, Richard Smeltz. There it comes. Now let's see if you can make people pee again. (laughs) Let's see. Let's try. I heard this years ago, and I love it. I grew up in northwest Indiana, not... Not too, too far from Chicago. In this area, there was tons of urban legends about the history of the area. And one of these urban legends was of a place called Gypsy's Graveyard. Now, this is a graveyard out in the middle of nowhere. So, technically, it's a cemetery. But I guess it was called a graveyard because at one point there was a church. But... Didn't look like it. It looked like it was just surrounded by woods. It was just this random graveyard in the center of a forest. So. Gypsy Cemetery. (laughs) Yeah. The graveyard sounds a lot more spooky. Anyway. So I had heard about this, this graveyard for years. People would come out telling these stories about how they went back there. And when they came out, everyone had their the jeans, their pants soaked up to the knee in blood, except for like two people that had gypsy heritage. These were people that had Romanian blood in their veins. Oh, so that's what it takes. So they were untainted, but everyone else was marked by blood. So Esmeralda from the Hunchback could make it through this. Kind of, yes. Okay. So the legend was that this was in this was the oldest cemetery in the area. And that it was controlled by the Catholic Church. Catholics were buried in this graveyard. And when the when gypsies were passing through the area, and that's kind of the nature of the gypsy, is that they show up in an area for a while, work for a while, and then they move on. Very nomadic type thing. And uh, they, as they're people died they wanted to bury them in this graveyard and the church was like no they're not catholic they can't be buried here so they went to the ravine behind it and buried their dead there unmarked and because of not being allowed to mark their graves they cast a curse over that church and that graveyard so much so that the church no longer existed and was replaced by trees and that anyone who went in there would experience something truly terrifying. So I had been hearing all this stuff about Gypsy Graveyard and I'd never been there. And finally my friends, like four of my friends were like, hey, let's go to Gypsy's Graveyard, check it out. And I was like, okay, let's do this. You know, let's see what's up. So we all pile into my buddy's Plymouth Reliance station wagon. And we're headed there. And I'm getting this eerie feeling, you know, just because, you know, we're psyching ourselves up and everything. You know, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to go to a church first and get a crucifix. So let's uh, be prepared here. And they were like, okay. So we were like, stop by a church. Doesn't mean anything to me, but it will to the ghosts. Got some, <laughs> got some holy water and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Fun stuff. So rock salt, your demon. Yeah. Yeah. Knife. Your yeah. Didn't know about any chest. of that at the time. This is, you know, <laughs> this is like 1994, 95, something like that. So. Oh, so I was like four years old. 
Something like that, yeah. When you were definitely yeah. uh, practically an adult. Yeah. Continue. Approaching adulthood, yes. This was like sophomore, junior year in high school. I can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we uh, pile in. We're headed there and we get there. And it's this little road in the middle of it, just passing through cornfields pretty much. And the thing about Indiana is that it's, the cornfields are separated by forests and the forests are separated by cornfields. That's all there is throughout pretty much the entire state. There's roads going through there, but it's all cornfields and forest. So we pull up in the middle of the forest, which was in the middle of all these cornfields. And I look over because I was like, we're just stopped on the side of the road in the middle of forest pretty much. And I look over and I see all these headstones in the middle of this forest. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. So we pile out of the car and we're going into the graveyard and there are the oldest headstones I've ever seen in my life. The dates on these, the birth dates on these are like 1840s, 1850s in there. And some of them are illegible. You can't read anything on them. Yeah. Uh, quite a few of them had been defaced, like s- local Wiccans, I guess, had chipped away at some of the older headstones. and Because apparently, older headstones are components of spells. <laughs> I guess. You know, if they're harvested <laughs> at the right time and whatever, you know, you go on the Athena. full moon or something. Stop with the farts. That's the last time I'm breaking the, third, so the fourth wall. She's so stinky. It hasn't hit me yet. I'm still in the cloud in the cloud well, of the candle I here. Think her more pointed in my direction than maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's let's move Continue. the donuts off and move the candle in. It'll make it a little bit more romantic. Beauty. Nope. Don't. Coraline. In the middle of that. Uh, in the middle of the candle, candle there. there. Yeah. Coraline's now in the show. Coraline candle. She's going for that by the end of the show. She is staring at that box. You tell the story. I'm going to move the boxes. Okay. So I'm in there and all my friends have apparently been there before because they just cut straight through the graveyard and went to the back of the graveyard. And I'm still like looking at all the headstones and just like, you know, there's probably like 40, 50 graves in there. That were marked anyway. Was it too long ago to remember their attitudes about the place if they had already been? If they were like, well, here we go. wonder what you're going to see. It was a, it was kind of a mixture of like, it's that adrenaline type excitement slash fear yeah. type thing. It was the general vibe I was getting from them. You know, like, oh, we got to go through here. I think only one of us had been there before. So there was like a chain link fence that no one had maintained. And then there was a hole at the back for people cutting through there specifically to go to this gypsy's graveyard. And I was like, Oh, okay, we go back here and you get a weird, creepy feeling in a graveyard that old anyway, just cause it's like, Oh my God, none of these graves have been maintained. That means that their families have died out. So there's no living heirs to continue the maintenance on these graves. They're just forgotten. And so we 
I cut across and I go through the hole in the fence and it dips straight down into the, like this ravine that is has all these trees in it. It's it's a forest. I mean, it there was at some point a creek or a river going back there, but it was no longer there. So it was all dry and kind of mossy, grassy type area. And then there's all these trees around it. But the ravine itself was just empty aside from, you know, the ground level forest stuff. You know, some roots sticking out, dead leaves, that type of thing. And we get down in the ravine and a couple of my friends are way ahead. And my one friend is right there beside me. And I'm looking around and getting an eerie feeling. My buddy next to me goes, whoa. And I look over at him and he's looking up. So I look up and all the trees that had grown around this ravine are up there. And it looks like they're closing in over us. Like they are actively moving to block out the sky. So I can't see the sky so much anymore for all the leaves and branches closing over me. And I was like, oh, wow, that's that's weird. And then I feel a right next to me. And I was like, what the hell was it? I look over. It is one of my other friends hauling ass out of this ravine. I look where he came from and my other two friends are running at me. And they're like, run, go, go. And I was like. Oh, shit. So I run. <laughs> my buddy next to me is like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not staying by myself. He runs. So all of us run out of this ravine, run up the hill, run out of the graveyard, get in the car. And I'm freaking out because they're freaking out. I, I just thought it was kind of interesting. I didn't really realize what was happening there. And so we're in the car. We're the buddy that was, had been driving starts up and takes off. And we're driving and i was like what happened all five of us reported seeing something different my friend that was next to me that was looking up said that the sky was turning purple than red i saw the trees closing over me my other buddy saw lanterns red lanterns approaching another buddy saw purple lanterns approaching And then the fifth guy, I can't remember. I don't remember what he saw. But it was something entirely unrelated. We were there maybe eight seconds. (laughs) I mean, we were at the graveyard for like maybe five minutes, just kind of prowling around. But we were down in the ravine for less than a minute, definitely. Holy crap. And so we were like, okay, that was... That was definitely real. There's something weird going on there. And my friends made plans to come back, and I did not. <laughs> I didn't go back with them. But they they told me that they wished that I had because it was less frightening of an experience with me there than it was without me. Now, over the tenure of our friendship, you know, as we got older and got closer to adulthood and everything. We all experimented with, you know, different drugs and whatnot and everything. Yeah, so my next question and, was how many shrooms did you guys eat before you got out of the car? <laughs> we at that point we were still sober. We were still very, very much indoctrinated in the DARE program. So we were all very 
straight edge at that point. Dare not to do drugs. Yeah. Thanks, President Reagan. Yeah. So. Miss Manchie Reagan. But then, you know, we were like, yeah, let's try pot. And, oh, hey, pot's pretty cool. Uh, let's try acid. And I was scared to try acid. And all my friends were like, we're trying acid. They experienced cool things and whatnot. But they were pl- they would play with a Ouija board. You know, trying to contact different people and whatnot. And there would be nights that I would come over to hang out with them and they would know that I was there, even though I had not called and told them that I was coming. Because whenever they played with the Ouija board, they would light candles. And so they had all these candles all around while they're playing with the Ouija board. But whenever I approached the house and actually entered the house... The flames on the candles burned brighter and taller. So they would notice that when the room got lighter, I was about to arrive. Oh. I, well, I mean, taller I can't, you're six foot, so that makes sense. And nice. <laughs> nice. Now, I can't. This, this is just reported to me. I can't verify it, obviously, because, you know, when I walk in, the candles are burning as the candles burn. It's. I don't know. They look the same as they always did. Well, I know. But they're like, no, the flames were much lower before you walked in. I'm like, well, maybe it's because the door was closed and you're burning up all the oxygen. Uh-huh. And then when yeah. I open it, more taller. oxygen, they burn higher. Yep. And it, like, that's the issue. They're like, no, man, no, that's not it. I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever, man. Smoke a bowl of this and you'll they know like, what we mean. They were like, it doesn't happen with anyone else. Ooh. It only happens with you. That's so funny. That's so interesting. And I was like, really? And they were like, <laughs> Too bad it's not, it wasn't like, you know, modern cell phone times. Can you just whoop, it, whoop, whoop out the old brick Nokia and be like, mom, bring us pizza rolls. We got to test something out. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no cell phones at that point. Right. So I don't even think there was an internet at that point. I mean, there was the, there was BBS systems and everything. So this is. This is when people could still talk to each other online, as it were. Page mom with a message. <laughs> Bring pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. 24 BPS takes a while, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Wow. That was that was the gypsy graveyard. It was a very eerie time. Yeah, I bet. That's so weird. I want to... Man, I really want to go to some places. Sarah doesn't... You know, I said, Sarah, let's go to Trans-Allegheny Asylum. <laughs> Which is like one of the like hottest hot spots. It's one of those asylums that were totally mismanaged. Yeah, you know, back in the day when they were just you know they filled up with so many people um, that they just couldn't handle it, and the place went yeah. under. But so many people died, or were killed, or were just mistreated in such terrible ways because they just you know they weren't They're, doing good. Yeah. There's a reason uh, they weren't working the way they should, and. There's a reason American Horror Story Asylum is the best season yeah. of that show. <laughs> yeah. Is, we, actually, we actually also visited an old asylum. It was a celestial home for boys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Incestial yeah. home for boys. It, no, it's the celestial. The cel- oh, okay. Right. It was run by uh, monks, I guess. And uh, I'm, okay. the boys were mistreated or whatever. But somebody right. bought the property... We never found out who or whatever, but it was, it was severely, severely protected. Like this land was completely fenced in. There was no trespassing signs all over the place. Stopped literally no one. 
because we heard tales of people going out there to, you know, drink or, you know, freak the shit out of their girlfriends so that it would be easier to get in their pants or whatever, you know. And we went there one night and uh, as we were approaching the building, this building was just decrepit. I don't know when. I don't know the time frame on any of this stuff. But this is a derelict building in the middle of this field forest type situation. And as we approached it, we could hear young boys screaming. You know, possibly teenage girls, but more likely. I mean, it sounded like young, young boys, boys sound like girls anyway. So, exactly. Yeah. So it was as creepy as fuck. And then to hear that just kind of echoing off the walls. It's it was it's very strange to hear something echoing and not noticing the source or hearing the source. Like typically if you hear an echo, you can hear the origin of that echo. You'll hear like the original scream or whatever. All we heard was echo. So it was like, okay, this the is echo of time. Yeah. It was oh my gosh. So I, I was way more creeped out there than I was at Gypsy Graveyard. And I was oh, like, we got to wow. go. We got to go now. And they were like, no, man, we haven't even gotten in there. I was like, all right, I'm going to the car. <laughs> I'll see you guys when you're done. Yeah. And I went back to the car. And I was in the car for maybe five seconds before I see them in the headlights approaching. And they were like, dude, it got worse when you walked away. Oh, it was wow. like way worse. I was like, it's because you're the medium. They don't want to be heard. Yep. At that point, I was just an XL, but oh. boom. <laughs> well, you know, you just. I just licked my mic. Did you? Tasted like my mustache. Did, oh, what does nice. that taste like? Not a good day, so it doesn't taste like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> so those were Rich's ghost stories. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty solid. I wish, you know, I don't <laughs> go to enough of these places because I'm just like, I have no desire to actually see an apparition. That's my biggest issue is like, you know, after my stuff, uh, see episode 21, Daniel's Ghost Experience, folks. Um, you can see kind of like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't want to see something. I heard plenty. Mm. I I mean, I saw the door slam, but I do not want to see an apparition. I do not want to see the shape of a person who is not really there. Puppy is so stinky. I'm so she glad farted. you can't experience oh, Jesus, this through you. Oh, Jesus, motherfucking Christ, Athena. I'm so happy you can't experience this through YouTube. I'm just, I'm just going to hold. YouTube 4D, that could be a thing that we've had. <sighs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll package up an Athena for for this. You. It'll change things for you. Okay. Be, yes. Brian, you don't get any. You have to put up with it. Uh, I think Bye-bye. that, man, I'm scared to see an apparition or else I would go to these places and like, you know, truly, you know, like see the things. The only time I saw an apparition, as it were, was when we did Moody Road. Mm-hmm. And the Moody Road one was also eerie because the legend was that old man Moody had a farm in the middle of like not too, too far from. Rensselaer, mm-hmm. small town in Indiana. And uh, one night, a drifter, as it were, came, 
was like, hey, can I crash here for the night, you know, and work the farm in the morning for some money, whatever, you know, how that used to work back in the day was that pretty much you could wander the countryside and then when nighttime came, go to a farmhouse, ask to have a room for the night and work the next day on the farm and farmers would be like, okay, you know, that's pretty much how you made your way across the country and fed yourself was working on random farms as you traveled. And this happened to this farmer one night and uh, somebody, uh, the, the drifter came and he offered him a room in the barn and in the middle of the night, Moody woke up and heard his daughter screaming. And so he went out with his lantern to try and find her. The drifter was gone, assuming he took the daughter. So he went out with his lantern and was searching for his daughter. And couldn't hear screams anymore, couldn't hear anything, didn't see any trail or anything. So he went back to the house. And when he went into the house, the drifter was gone. But his daughter's body was there, as was his wife's body. The drifter had killed his wife and daughter. And so Moody went out to the tree in front of the house and hung himself. Wow. That'll do it. So. That'll do it. The legend was that if you went on the road where Moody's house was on the night that the moon was in the same phase as the night his daughter was killed yep the night that they all died Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i believe it was quarter phase moon if we went out there with that moon in the sky then you sat on the road and turned your lights off you would see the lantern as he walked toward you cool (laughs) and the legend also grew to where if you had your radio set on a station that played static you would hear the screams and rustling of him walking through the forest looking for his daughter. So we went out there one night. And it was a night. Same moon, same everything. Yeah. And we turned off the car, turned off the lights, and we were sitting on the hood of the car. And a quarter moon does not put out a lot of light. It doesn't. Just not a lot of light out there. So... We saw a light on what we figured was the horizon. <laughs> and we were like, what is that? Is that a is that a headlight? You know, maybe it's a car driving down the road with one headlight burned out, you know. So we were like, ah, oh, might be that. You know, and my one friend was like, no, dude, it's the lantern. And I was like, it could be a headlight. Shut up. You know. And it gets closer and a little bigger and a little brighter. And I'm like, well, you know, is that road coming to us or is it facing us? Did he turn on his brights, maybe trying to trigger that other headlight? And it's getting closer, brighter. I'm like, I'm going over the road map in my head. I'm like, okay, is there a street or a road that points at us in that direction? And I don't know the area well enough. I couldn't tell. I didn't know. I was like, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? And my buddies are boggling their mind, too. And uh, my one buddy's like, oh, fuck this. And he turns on the car without the headlights. Just 
the car starts running. And the radio was not on when we turned the car off. The radio was on when you turned the car on. And it was not set to a station. It was set to, like, something that doesn't broadcast. It was just your static station. Yeah. The AM, whatever it starts on at the beginning, 88.1, whatever. Right, right. 85.1, 84.1. And we hear rustling. Like someone walking over leaves. And the lantern's getting brighter. At this point, you can see that it's a lantern. You can't see. You know it's not a headlight. Headlights give off way more light and aren't that big. Yeah, and they shoot farther. And yes. At this point, you, this is a glow in the distance, not yes. a beam yeah. uh, revealing. Exactly. Yeah. And then we hear a faint scream. And at that point, we're all like, time to go. Let's yep. get in the car. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, also, I mean, here's the deal. Here's where I'm at, too. And where I'm, I would probably be foolish is where I would go to my trunk, get the baseball bat out, and I would haul ass towards that lantern. That was one what buddy wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, and be like, uh-uh, we're going to figure out the rest who you of us are, like, We're going to leave your ass here. If you, you get in that. the car <laughs> and go now, right. or you stay here and try and figure out your own way. Yeah. You know, and cooler heads prevailed there. He was like, okay, I'm 20 miles from anything. <laughs> That's the scary thing. Is I'm going to have to you, walk. Yeah, right? <laughs> if my buddies leave me. If you approach something like that, like if I was in Chad's Allegheny Asylum and I wanted to like, and I saw a shape, I would want to chase it. But then you couldn't trust it to not kill you because if that thing exists, how do you know what kind of power it possesses? Right. You know what I mean? If that's a whole new ball game, then it's a whole new ball game. How do you know that it, you know, like how things on the other side work, whether it's going to make you sick, whether it's going to lead you in a hole and let you fall in it, like, you yeah. know, scary, creepy things like that. And I mean, there's there's definitely ways to explain that. Maybe some guy heard the local legend and decided to fuck with teenagers yeah, on those too. nights. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's walking around with an FM transmitter, and he snu- he sn- he snuck into the car and set the radio station right while you guys were out walking around. Yep, yep. There's there's no telling. I mean, yeah. there's ways to explain it. They're but so cool. And then you that pull- was creepy as fuck, regardless. And then you pull his you pull his hat off and you're like old man Schmelly I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you guys and your ridiculously tall person damn meddling kids plus sexy Velma (laughs) sexy Velma sexy Velma was sexy I mean uh, Linda Cardinelli in that orange leather jumpsuit I mean it was overkill but it was worth it was so Sexy Velma. Velma was a hottie for that one, most definitely. Hey, you know what I think yeah. is cool in ghost technology is uh, spirit boxes. Spirit boxes. I think those are the coolest things. Have you seen those on the I'm haunted not. shows? They are radios that turn channels extremely fast. And a spirit can pick out words to say over the spirit box. So that help fire. It's pretty cool if you look up like spirit box footage online. I think that's one of the cooler, um, cooler items on there. Another thing that I heard on one of my podcasts was um, someone had the craziest EVB I have ever heard. They went to a to a like a haunted hotspot. Okay. And heard over a recording, a uh, um, what sounded like um, a woman wailing, children screaming, a dog barking, 
and um like all at once and a demonic growl all at once <laughs> in a matter of like a second almost like there was a rift to hell open near where they were it was intense to hear hearing that whole thing yes really makes me want to write the 12 days of halloween song <laughs> oh jeez on the 12th day of halloween I truly love you to me. Twelve spirit boxes. <laughs> Five skeletal hands. <laughs> it's out there. I'm sure it's out yeah. there. It's got to be out there. And a hanging man from a dead tree. Okay. Hey, will you Google? <laughs> um, uh, will you Google cop- real quick? Uh, copyright WD. When is the release date for the new Halloween movie? I want to say it's like next week. Yeah, I, I want to say that too. Or the 26th, maybe. I'm ready for this movie. Oh, yep. Ni- next week. In the a 19th. week, yep. So the Metacritic sitting at 66%, but look at that Rotten Tomatoes. It's 85%. Oh, my. Top right. I am really happy about that. Um, people are saying that this Halloween movie, and I could kind of tell, so it's uh, produced by Blumhouse, yeah. this new Halloween movie. They're ignoring everything in between. On the Halloween movies. Okay, this from is, the first Halloween yes. to this Halloween. They're pulling a Jurassic World where they ignore the two, the, every sequel to come in between the first and the one that they're making now. Okay. And this one, here's the deal. They've showed, they showed pictures and they said, we got, we got a treat for you from Blumhouse. And looking into it and hearing about it and seeing the reviews, I think they were cocky because they know what they have on their hands. And... We saw a trailer for it when we went to see The Nun. It wasn't an R-rated trailer, but it was a normal trailer. And it looked the trailer was literally a continuous shot of Michael. It was a continuous shot, one shot, of Michael making his way through a neighborhood on Halloween, going house to house and slaughtering the people inside of them. Oh, wow. I am so excited for this movie. <laughs> I cannot begin to explain to you how, how ready I am for this just because I, you know, I think it's time for slasher films to make a comeback. You know, um, Scream 4 was pretty stupid, but Um, the first Scream was pretty much the only one. Yeah, that too. Uh, Yeah, I was like, okay, it's a horror movie that's poking fun at horror movie tropes. I'm into this. Yeah, right. Because it also had its funny part. But then it was also really weird when, you know, Matthew Lillard's like, stab me. He's getting it in the gut. (laughs) Raggy, what? <laughs> yeah. uh, I just want to do that in the middle of a movie yeah. theater when it gets yeah, like real dark and real creepy. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's getting like like dark and there's a like a really quiet creepy part, I just want to. Just... <laughs> you want to see good Matthew in a theater? Lillard, check out SLC Punk. Oh no, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. He's he got Seth Green too, right? Seth Green's in that too. Is he? I, no, I I, maybe I'm thinking without a paddle. Actually. You're thinking without a paddle, yeah. yeah. No, but I remember seeing part of SLC Punk. I don't remember if SLC I it Punk was at all. Ama- was a really good movie. It was spectacular. His performance, especially. Okay. Just because it it kind of deconstructs punk culture oh, quite a bit. Okay, no, I can dig that. So I mean, it it's where all punks that grow up end up. <laughs> it's yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. Well, no, you just you realize that you spend the majority of your teenage years pissed off. Yeah. Just to be pissed <laughs> off. And that you were a poser the whole time. So everyone you, you ripped off for being a po- poser time. was right. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. But he was excellent in it. 
That's all that matters. Yeah. I could see him pulling Decent that off world too. You know Matthew really Lillard good. actually voices Shaggy now in yep. a lot of stuff? He yes, voices yeah. Shaggy too. That's so funny to me. Well, we lost Casey Kasem, so somebody had to. Also true. Yeah. And he's the yeah. he is the the best choice. He nailed yeah. he nailed Shaggy in the movies yeah. for sure, too. The guy that voices Fred yep. has voiced Fred since and the Scooby. 60s. And Scooby. Yep. Yep. Frank Weller. Yes. Frank He's Weller. Perfect. The God so Frank Weller. He is a god of voice acting. Yeah, he is. So many stories I've heard on different voice so actors' is, podcasts so about is him. Tara Strong, because Tara Strong voiced both uh mm-hmm. Catwoman and Poison Ivy. Yep. And uh Batman Ninja, which we talked about on the Nerd Archive last week. Yes. So check that one out. Now we're vo- yeah, verging into like horror territory. What is your favorite horror movie? Oh, the one I enjoy the most? Yeah. Uh, probably. Huh. It's I hard, mean, right? What do you can uh, just like. It can be a slasher consider? flick. It can be a supernatural flick. It can be. Because like I've got different favorites of different horror movies for their genre. If you had to pick like, one, whether it's a mm-hmm. funny horror movie, whether it's a bad horror movie. Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? I have seen Cabin okay. in the Woods. Okay. I don't really consider that a horror movie. Me though. either. It really starts that way, but it, it kind of does. Yeah. But it's more like a just your typical kind of. Did you sci-fi. see the Evil Dead remake? No, that one was messed up. <laughs> um, That's Evil Dead as if it took itself seriously and it was made in 2015, which it was. Uh, see that oh, uh, that just ruins Evil Dead because entirely because the, the they camp made it value creepier. of the camp value of Evil Dead. Is what really necessitated the Evil Dead too. Also true. Which also made, true. which was which spectacular because of how <laughs> horrible it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was awesome. Man, you just need to watch Ash vs. Evil Dead so bad. I can't. I, I can't begin to. It's explain been canceled. To you. Though. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think they ended it on their own terms. Okay. Season three, though, you cannot go wrong. I mean, okay. it. I mean, in the, at one point in the earlier episodes of season two, when because uh, that was on Stars, right? Um, yes, it's yeah. on Stars. I think See, you can. It's Stars on Netflix was, now. I think. Cool. Stars was doing very well with like their episodic, yeah, developments because mm-hmm. they had Blunt Talk and Ash versus Evil Dead, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they canceled both of them. And as a result, I canceled Stars. Yep, <laughs> I'm sure they. Saw I was that. like. Those two were awesome, and you you can them. So I that mean, couldn't have been a good idea for them. <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, and I mean, I was holding out on it because I want to. Bruce Campbell, you really have to binge watch. You really do, yeah. I think that now one of the coolest things, and, and Bruce Campbell was totally at the end of the credits of the Evil Dead remake. He's like, "You miss me, baby." <laughs> oh, sh- nothing uh yeah. but i think we we really owe a lot to evil dead and evil dead 2 because um because of the way they they kind of turned a normal horror to a psychological horror yeah because he's just all he does is re- remain in the same house it's five minutes after the first one and he just yep. or no does he go back years later i can't remember to figure no, out what it's it like was. right after yeah exactly it there's starts like, right after there's like no and it becomes a psychological thriller and you know like i mean to the point that he's like fighting with his own hand yeah which might or might not come back in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, might be a plot point where at the I end love of the that episode, he replaces his hand with a chainsaw. Uh, it's spectacular. Yeah, that too. So that being said, it's just, it's just so it's it's the best thing about Ash vs. Evil Dead is that it's it, it is a perfect blend of the horror of mm-hmm. Evil Dead 
and the silly action tropes. Okay. Of of um, uh, Ash, uh, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Right. Um, what I think we owe to Evil, Evil Dead, and Evil Dead Two, and the way they turn is that um, they inspired a lot of things for like the psychological horror. Turning that Dead Space and Dead Space Two are phenomenal for this reason in terms of horror games. I would love for you to play them. Um, we won't next week since you have that wedding to go to. But the first game, you go through some shit on a mining vessel called the Ishimura. You play an engineer. And uh, you go on with the crew to find out what happened to this mining vessel, Ishimura, and it turns out they came upon a relic that turns people into um, alien zombies. Now, the deal with the alien zombies and the way they change things up in gameplay is that these do not die by headshots. You have to remove limbs to kill them. Okay. You have to remove all of the limbs. And even then, if you're like, oh, I'll take them off the legs, they'll crawl at you even faster. Yeah. While screaming at you. You you can blow their head off if you want. Random ding. But the rest of the body's coming at you twice as fast, and they do not care. Oof. So you go through this terrible, terrible, crazy, crazy thing, and then Dead Space 2 starts, and you wake up in a straitjacket. Oh, shit. And he's like, wake up. Wake up, Isaac. And he's like, Sla-, and he's like slapping you awake, and he's like, we got up. <laughs> and this game starts with a necromorph outbur- outbreak while you're in a fucking straitjacket. <laughs> oh, and you have to haul ass out of the ward. Oh boy! Also, is you're, it first person? It's no, it's all okay. third person. You're Good. seeing shit, <laughs> okay? Because of how traumatized you were by what happened to you on that vessel, you are seeing shit, okay? So, uh, it's I mean, it's top notch for that reason, and the way nice. you know a sequel can get better. This is one of the many um, cases. Not every sequel is obviously better than the last, but Dead Space Two just kicks it up. Nice, you know. So uh, I really appreciate it for that reason. But you know, um, Ash vs. Evil Dead is totally worth watching. Lucy Lawless is in it as well. Nice. Just to, just so you know, they yeah. totally go back. I loved Xena Warrior Princess mainly yeah. when uh, yeah. Bruce Campbell would come in as King of Thieves. Yep. Loved those. Yep. Amazing. So you can tell they totally worked together, and he was like, we should totally get Lucy Lawless in on this. Oh, absolutely. And do this stuff. Um, There's the second, in the second season for an episode, uh, the Necromonicon. They find so many ways of, you know, like doing these, these, you know, new demons and stuff. And the Necromonicon actually inherits uh, Baby, (laughs) his car. Nice. (laughs) He calls it Baby too, right? Yeah. That's where they got it from in Supernatural, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I think that's just because Dean has the love affair with the Impala. That too, yeah. And uh, Mira was actually telling me something interesting about uh, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. That originally, when the guy who created it, uh-huh. originally they were driving around in a Mustang. Mm-hmm. And they went to a classic car guy and was were talking to him about, you know. Yeah. Using this Mustang mm-hmm. for this, this. The show. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy goes, no, you don't want a Mustang. You want the Impala. <laughs> and they were like, well, why? And he was like, because the Impala actually had a trunk big enough to fit a body. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. He was like, the 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 Mustang does not have that big of a trunk. Supernatural tidbit. That was the coolest thing yeah. ever. She told wow. me that, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Yep, that'll be the difference. Yeah. So they have an episode where the Necromonicon actually inherits um, Christine style. Okay. Baby. And at one point, it gets to a demolition derby. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Like murdering people. But it's so funny because his car is going on a rampage outside. He has no idea because they're inside at a Halloween party. (laughs) And freaking vehicle is playing in the background. (laughs) The song vehicle. That's awesome. (laughs) 
Well, I'm a friendly stranger cool. in a black sedan. Would you hop inside my car? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god! They knew what they were doing for that. And I oh, was, absolutely. I was so happy with that. This yeah. this show is so hyper aware of itself that it is so successful. I would rate the seasons nine and ten each. So yeah, you just can't. Well, go. and that's what made the Evil Dead series so awesome. That too. was that it was hyper aware of yeah. what it was doing and playing it up. I don't think they ever went full army. Of darkness, which makes me kind of sad. I was really hoping for an for an episode of the season where they go back, yeah. where they you know like they use the technology to do some time travel and they straight up do that stuff. Yeah, that would have been cool. Oh yeah, my my favorite of all of them is definitely Army of Darkness. It was just so awesome. Oh yeah, I love. Give that me some movie. sugar. <laughs> You're king of two things, Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> That is too good. It is. It was I just, awesome. I just love it. But no, everything they do in this that show. This is my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, fun fact. If you're playing Mass Effect 3 yeah. and there's a connect, um, you can be like assault rifle and you pull it out. They really wanted to do like speech option and they wanted yeah. to use a connect. Boomstick is an option <laughs> for pulling awesome. out your shotgun. That's awesome. <laughs> so good. So good. Yes. I think that's been long enough. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah, How long I still was haven't it? gotten I think, to my favorite Halloween movie. Though. Did like I really just skip over your stuff? I mean, I, I, I will know. I was trying to decide because because we were so kind of going everything there. and then going on an Evil Dead rant because yeah. why not? Yeah, it's got to be like up there with Evil Dead and like my favorite of like the franchise ones would probably be Freddy versus Jason, mainly just because of the premise of it. I enjoyed the idea that they were using psychoactive drugs to limit Freddy and his power over their children. So they protected their children by doping them so that they wouldn't dream of Freddy and just basically stop talking about him entirely. So funny. Yeah. And then then to bring himself back, he wakes up Jason and sends him to Elm Street. So awesome. So many. You no, know, yeah. that is really good script writing. Though. Yeah, like, that the premise of that movie was just amazing, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what really made me enjoy that one. Now, Dream Warriors is definitely the best Nightmare on Elm Street. I heard that. That one was awesome. Why? Because uh, I heard New Nightmare was the scariest. Where Freddy attacks people in real life, like the actors who played characters, yeah, or whatever. I didn't see that one. Okay, it was on Netflix so, for a sec. Yeah. Uh, Dream Warriors was amazing because that was the return of Nancy. So the actress who played Nancy came okay. back. Okay. And uh, I believe that was the one that took place in the uh, insane asylum. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so all the kids that dreamed of Freddy, this is where they first tried using psychoactive drugs to control Freddy. Yeah. So all these kids that had survived Freddy's last resurrection were in this institution and they were being controlled with those drugs. And then they, for whatever reason, the kids stopped taking the drugs and Freddie was just sweeping through them. Oh, wow. (laughs) I think it was Nancy's fault because Nancy brought up Freddie as an option for what was happening to them. Oh, geez. So now they know of Freddie and they're dreaming of him. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. but they were fighting him and actually won Oh. In the dreamscape. That sounds cool. Yeah. Jeez. So that was definitely the best one. Right, yeah. Well, that's what happens with any horror franchise. It becomes an action. Yeah. It becomes action. And most of them. I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying to think about it. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, I'm thinking of all my franchises, and the more I think about them and the longer they go, they actually begin to fight these things. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's really interesting. I mean, it was a normal trope with, like, the slasher flicks because they had to defeat the bad guy somehow. Yeah. Because you don't stop a slasher like that. But, you know, fighting ghosts and stuff doesn't really... I think if you can escape, that can be the end of it. Yeah. And that can be it. But, you know, Rose Red is pretty good for that reason. Yeah. Two in the horror horror things. Yeah. It, so. I, we went back to watch that last year. It did not go well. No. Did you decide your movie? I was I was saying that probably Freddy versus Jason. Oh yeah, oh yeah, outside yeah, yeah. Of Freddy versus Jason. Okay, just making sure, just making yeah. sure. Um, what was your favorite? Insidious. Insidious. Yeah, Insidious. You like that sure. Darth Maul demon running like, around? Oh, in oh yeah, shadows oh and yeah. Shit? And it's a little weird because like here's the deal. That is the first movie, scary movie I I watched since you know being a kid and watching other movies that I was like, okay, this is lame. Okay, this is lame. Okay, this is lame. You know what I mean? Like I know what's coming here. I know what's coming here. This is where they took they they took advantage of you in moments of like calm and peace and quiet because that red demon scare scared the living daylights out of everyone I know. There's not one person oh, that yeah. that didn't get because they're having a conversation in in plain daylight mm-hmm. in the middle of a room they're not looking around in the dark there's not you know shapes of shadows walking around in the dimly lit back rooms as they're passing them this shit yeah. <laughs> happened in the middle of the day in the dining room they're yeah. just cho- talking it up and yeah. mom's just like well i remember what happened and you know there were things and then you turn around and the red-faced demon is right behind them it's not it is so perverted in the, yeah. in the way that it gets you yeah that's where i'm just so i have not been so on the edge of my seat for a horror film since yeah. becoming an adult that you know that was good and so was insidious too for that matter um yeah. it was a really good way to capitalize on it three and four oh, four four was... in a second i just heard her fart oh god here we go it's so weird when you can hear a dog's fart i, I didn't the... i didn't contribute to what ruined me as a kid <sighs> in terms of scary scenes oh that's bad late night Late night. <laughs> I'm just. We got to stop talking about the farts. <laughs> we we just got to take them. Yeah. Take them like champs. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Jesus. Oh God. It's, it's just hard. It worse. It's just. I'm hard. hogging the candle. It's just difficult to not acknowledge. It. There's no way you're not getting some of that, Brian. Oh my God. There's no way. Oh. Do you have to uh, shit, Athena? Do you oh have to go God. shit? I'm gonna lock you outside. So anyways, I, I digress. I didn't tell you guys what ruined me as a kid watching okay. things and what scared me was um, there was one one. Actually, well, there's a couple of them. There were like 90s films. Um, a couple of them just scared me but didn't ruin me until one fateful evening. But what mainly scared me was The Haunting, which was a PG-13 film. Yes. You know this one. Yeah, that one was a Scooby-Doo adventure without the dog. You basically, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right? It's so funny, though. Um, and then naturally Shaggy gets his head taken off by a giant yeah. lion head. But that house was cool. That was a cool house. That was a cool house. It was the portrait of that old man in the, oh, in the main entryway yeah. that just did me, did me a fright. Oh. If we're talking doggo talk, it did me a right fright that I didn't appreciate yeah. at all. Now, uh, there my was, girlfriend at the time loved that movie. I was just like, it's ba- a Scooby Doo adventure. The baby the statues like coming down, come home, yeah. mommy. That stuff was creepy. Oh, super creepy, creepy as, as hell. Yeah. That movie. Um, and then fighting the ghost in the end, and she's like, "Fine, take me," you know. And then she dies at the end of that, and then. Uh, somehow was alive in The Conjuring to be possessed there too. I don't know. She just has something about being taken over that she really likes. Now, <laughs> same actress. But uh, and then there was uh, the 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 Hill House Haunting. 
I forgot what that one was called. Can you House on Haunted Hill? House on Haunted Hill. Thank you. Okay. That was supposed to be like the haunting house. That was their adaption of it, the modern adaption. And I remember watching that, and that ruined me real good. Real did me a real fright <laughs> as well because I remember that one was just so messed up because the people they would kill would come right back as ghosts yeah. to mess with them. Luckily for them, one quirky Romano actor whose name I can't really remember, Chris Catan was in that, <laughs> okay. and he came back as a ghost to let them out of a window at the very, very top of the building while they were like the ghosts were like scrambling up to like kill them. And these were ghosts that were somehow zombies too. Ghost shit messed me up. I'm suddenly, this is all flooding back to me because I never think about this shit anymore because scary movies have to be like The Conjuring and Insidious and Annabelle to scare me. Yeah. But like now that I'm thinking about it, you know, nowadays it would be laughable. It would be dorky yeah. laughable. I went back and watched 13 ghosts i couldn't even watch that as a kid i didn't even want to start watching that 13 ghosts was weird oh god yeah that one was weird yeah and bad. The, the, that was a mm-hmm. wacky mm-hmm. wacky movie yep ghost ship but <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna illustrate a story for you that just absolutely ruined me as a kid all right okay and i did not watch horror movies up until probably insidious for this reason i was uh as a, as a kid i went to the nursing home with my mom a lot on okay. overnight shifts. She couldn't yeah, leave me at home yeah. alone overnight. Right. So she takes me to work with her, and I'm like, okay. And I would just stay up all night watching. They had the movie channels. So they had HBO. They had stars. Nice. Um, none of it was like the pornography channels, which I could watch without, you know, getting yeah. caught anyway. So, right. But um, one fateful evening, I turned on the ring. <sighs> and I was like, you know, this is creepy, but it's not that bad. And then they get to the funeral. Yeah. Which is another invasion of privacy moment where you think that you're safe and they say she looks so peaceful and then it cuts to what the ring bitch does the best, which is tear the freaking jaw so hard that it dislocates and hangs from the mouth. And they cut to the shot of them opening the closet door and the girl's head going, and by golly, if I did not turn off that TV faster (laughs) (laughs) than anything I've seen in my whole life. And I had to sit there for a second. I was, I was in literal shock. That scared me so bad. Mm -hmm. I just sat there for probably five minutes, just like looking around me. Cause I was like sucked into it too. I was just, you know, it was dead quiet. Now we were on a memory ward. It was an Alzheimer's unit. So generally there were people walking around, no one walking around. Yeah. No CNAs about. I think they were all just in the nurse's office. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, look, and it was just dead quiet. I just, I remember it just sitting in shock and just being like, okay, I did not turn that movie back on. <laughs> I was able to go back to it a couple of years ago and watch both of them with Sarah. Okay. And it, <laughs> the second one old. has an oops in it that it? I, that really takes me out. Really? Like, okay. What? Okay. It makes it okay. What was it? Um, the scene where they're in the car and then the deer come up uh-huh. and destroy all the windows. Oh, yeah. That was stupid. And then they drive away. Yeah. And you can see the reflection of the kid in the glass of the window. Yeah. Even though the deer just blew out all the windows. Yep. But you can still see that the window is up and you could see his reflection. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was an oops. That was just a... Editing wow. but it really took me out, and I was like, "Okay, this Good is job, all okay, now. idiots." Plus, that deer attack was just dumb in the first place. It was that made it was no all, sense. Yeah. It had no way to connect. Yeah. What Samir's controlling deer in no. the woods now? Shut up. My really funny bit about the ring is that at the time that I saw it, I was working third shift, so I had to report to work at eleven p.m. And I was out at seven thirty in the morning. So that evening, I watched the ring with my wife. 
And then I had to go to work. <laughs> so we watch it and it ends right when I have to leave for work. And she's like, she's like, well, that was scary. And I was like, all right, I'll see you in the morning. I got to go to work. And she was like, okay. And I go to work. I get to work and I pick up the work phone and I dial home and sitting there holding the phone up and I hear my wife go, hello. And I'm like, seven days. She goes, that is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hey, at least I didn't hang up. I'm sorry. Was like, <laughs> she, was like, she was like, God damn. <laughs> Not cool, Rich. Not cool. That's so funny. It was pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. She was pissed. That's awesome. It's pretty funny. Take us home. All right. Jesus. Thank you for listening to When Daniel Met Dear Rich. You. I hope you enjoyed all of our ghost stories and <laughs> Halloween-y themes. Follow oh, us on wow. Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and like and subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. See you next time. Shout out to the Alien movies, too. I haven't watched any of them yet. Click the button, Brian. 